from his studios in New York. It's time for Wake Up Call with Dan Tortora, where sports meets life. Here's your host, Dan Tortora. Welcome back here to Wake Up Call with Dan Tortora on wakeupcalldt.com, your one-stop sports shop, and on mixlr.com backslash wakeupcalldt. We are joined in the first hour of this broadcast from West Genesee Boys Basketball and West Genesee Girls Basketball. They both have won a Section 3 Class AA championship. They are both en route to the postseason for states they will both be playing on Saturday. They will be in a doubleheader together at the SRC Arena. Fred Kent and his team will be at 345. Stafford Spreeder and his will be at 530 for girls basketball. It is a tremendous, tremendous time for West Genesee. The Wildcats that, you know, I grew up knowing them for lacrosse. Then basketball starts to build. And now we see Fred Kent's team get their first sectional championship since 1994. We see Stafford Spreeder get three in a row now. And the football team's gotten better. There's so many things over at West Genesee to be proud of. There's so many programs to be proud of. And, and I am more than proud to, you know, be uh, be a part of this community with what we do at the Wildcats Sports Pub and what we get to do with these coaches and young student athletes. So with all of that being said and that long-winded intro, Fred Ken is with us this morning. Fred, how are you doing today? Good, Dan. How are you? Doing very well. So I first and foremost, I have to say, Congratulations, and it couldn't have happened to a better person, in my opinion. Thank you. That's very nice. Uh, it's been a it's been a great what seventy two hours now. It's it's uh, we're still flying high. And to to have this, you know, I mean, the first time since nineteen ninety four, you know, gutting gutting this out and and getting this victory, you know, just what you can say about you know what it does for the program. You know, it's been. It's been 25 years. I mean, how special that is on the 25th anniversary of the last championship for sectionals that you're able to do it again. Uh, I mean, uh, we've had a couple of the 94 uh, alumni members reach out to us. And, you know, we we practice in our gym and, and there's that banner, you know, that was pretty empty, pretty vacant for, for a while as far as yours. Uh, West Genesee has, has claimed any title and. Uh, doing it is in accomplishing uh, that goal is just awesome. And when you look at, I mean, when we go back and even we watch, you know, we watch this uh, this video of how the game essentially ended. You know, we're looking at that that last shot, that last ditch effort by Utica Notre Dame, and the shot didn't fall. It bounced off the rim, went up off the backboard, and dropped down. Just what you can say about that because you didn't get the last shot. You were up by three. They got that last opportunity to try and tie it and extend the game, and it didn't fall. Just what you could say about it. Well, I had the angle, you know, and and my eyes must be failing me because I thought it looked good. It looked online, so I was like, "Oh no!" And it and it bounced off the rim, and and I still held my breath, and and then I thought, I saw the fellows running on the court and, and hugging each other, and and then I knew it was real. Um, but it was. Uh, some clutch free throws down the stretch by Willamica that, uh, that that really helped us hold on to that lead because Utica Notre Dame put forth a great effort. And are you suggesting that inside of the Carrier Dome, 
free throws matter? Are you suggesting that? <laughs> <laughs> yes, they do. We had the Stevie Thompson uh, uh, <laughs> cluck. Uh, you know, we were banging the rim, and we we did not shoot it well. We uh, I think we were 0 of 16 from three-point range, which I don't know if that's ever been done by a sectional champ, but, uh, you know, we, we did a good job in, in other phases of the game. Uh, but it, it was the kids, they were – they were nervous, obviously. They were really breathing hard. There was something with the air. The kids couldn't uh, couldn't catch their breath early. And then uh, I think we got the tired legs and, and everything else with that. And, and uh, we, we couldn't hit anything. We had our best shooting practice last night. We, did, we didn't practice Monday. Tuesday, we hit season-high totals in all of our shooting drills. So I, I don't know what's going on. And when you're in a game like that, that you win 41 to 38, and you gut it out, and the team's just not shooting well, just what you could say about that? I mean, that, that that's going to happen. But you know, normally when nights like that happen, when you just can't seem to get it to fall inside of the nylon, you know, when those moments happen, are typically when you lose. When your team is gutting it out and winning a game that is ugly offensively, I mean, that's got to say something about this team, and it's got to say something about the defense as well. Yes, you know, I <laughs> allowing 38 points in a sectional championship game is just outstanding. Um, I I'm so proud of our guys. I think our our sectional defense has been great. We held Beville to 49, uh, RFA to 52 when they average over 80 points a game, and and then 38. Um, every possession mattered, and I and I know it's a cliche, but when you're not scoring, you got to get stops, and and we were able to to string together multiple stops throughout the game. So I was, I was very, very proud of our guys for that because we didn't hang our head. We didn't pout. You know, we didn't, we didn't get all mental as far as missing shots. We continued to play on the other end and, and we're trying to create some shots off our defense to maybe get a higher percentage. Look, and uh, from the tournament MVP, Lucas Sutherland, he said, you know, quote, they were hitting threes. They made me a, a little nervous right there throughout the season. We've had close games. We've had overtimes. We know, what that feels like, every little thing matters in that situation, end quote. Just what you can say in, in response to that, that you guys have played in tight games this season and, and you know what those kind of, you know, those those jitters and kind of the hair standing up on your arms at the end of the games. Oh, uh, yeah. I mean, we, we've we been in, I think, three overtime games and uh, and we actually lost two out of, two out of the three. But, uh, and some other close ones at the end of regulation, obviously with uh, like Jack McLean's buzzer shot against Corcoran. Um, we, we have had multiple games where it's come down the stretch, and I, I think our, our team knows that the value of the, each possession offensively and defensively, how important a stop is, you know. And I, I, I love that quote by Luke. I, I don't read the newspapers or anything, so it's, that's a great quote. I, I love what he said. It's right on. And, you know, to speak on your tournament MVP, Lucas Sutherland, just what he's meant to the program, what he's been. I mean, I know that I've gotten to sit down with him thanks to you, and we've done opportunities at the uh, at the Wildcat Sports Pub, and, and he is just, you know, uh, see, seemingly a tremendous individual. What's, what's it like to have him in your program, to coach a guy like that, and to have him on your side? He is one of the most positive people, not just players, but just – you know, one of the most positive people I've ever been around. Um, it's you cannot knock a smile off that kid's face. Uh, he is uh, a happy kid. He has a positive outlook on on everything. Um, he can turn it into a positive. He uh, 
we've been down big in certain games and he'll just come up and shake my hand and say, coach, we got this. Like there's no negativity. Um, he doesn't get down and he has been a great role model for, you know, all the players in our program. He's a great friend when it, you know, football finals, he was in the middle of our student section cheering for our football team at the dome. You know, he's not into himself. He, he wants to experience, uh, you know, life and, and other people's interests, and he, he gives attention to everybody, and he's he's just a great guy. I, I couldn't be happier for him. And to look at this team, like you said, Willamica hitting some big-time free throws at the end of the game that you had for the Section 3 Class AA Championship. Just overall, you know, what you could say about, about the guys on the team, you know, the, the Willamicas and the Lucas Sutherlands of the world, but this entire makeup of the team, you know, just, just – what this roster has meant to you, why this team this year was able to gut out and get something done that hadn't been done in 25 years? Well, you know, first of all, Will made so many huge plays at the end of the fourth quarter. And he had seven. We only had nine points. I think it was nine to nine in the fourth quarter. Will had seven of, of those points. Um, it was five or six from the free throw line. And obviously hit some big free throws under a minute. So he made some huge plays, you know. Stepped up big time. Uh, the, the team overall, I, what makes it so special is that, you know, out of the 14 guys, we have 10 returners. So this has been like a, you know, almost like a, I'm not calling them pro players, but all these guys have been like on a two-year contract. So, you know, we've had a lot of time together. And I, it's built chemistry. It's built continuity. Um, you know, we've changed things in our system, but we've been able to refer to old things and, and make adjustments. And so they're a high IQ group. Uh, they're fun to be around, and uh, and they work hard, and they love basketball, which is huge, and they, and they enjoy being around each other. Speaking here with Fred Kent of West Genesee Boys Basketball, the Wildcats head coach. To go back to the tournament and look at this, you obviously had a bye in the first round of this, and, and so did Corcoran as the number one seed at Utica, Notre Dame, and, and CNS, Bishop Ludden, uh, Rome Free Academy, all with buys in this. Speak on from Baldwinsville to Rome Free Academy before you got to Utica Notre Dame in the championship game. Just what your takeaways were from going up against Beeville as well as Rome Free Academy. Yeah, I've I've talked to a couple of friends. I I think it uh, it compares to the old Big East where you can lose any night. I mean, Henniger didn't make sectionals. They beat us in overtime. They could beat anybody. They're the most talent. Uh, you know, Beeville with JJ Starling and Jake Marshall and, and Sunday Joshua. I mean, those, you know, Marshall's going to go to LeMoyne, Starling, and, and Sunday are potential D1 players. The, the talent was high, and uh, the games were were tough and physical and highly competitive, and, uh, and RFA plays such a unique style, like Loyola Marymount. You know, they 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 go up and down, they press through the whole game, they, they don't, you don't have to guard them longer than five seconds they're putting a shot up and they're very difficult to play that style is hard to replicate in practice and it wears you down uh, so it, it's been uh I'm, I'm very proud of what we've done uh beating those teams and it, it must serve you very well that in the tournaments from here forward west genesee should be a two seed because you and stafford were both two seeds and were able to come out of this with <laughs> <laughs> hey Hey, I'm a, I'm a Yankee fan, so Derek Jeter, I, maybe it's good luck. Yeah, maybe maybe, maybe Jeter's helping you out. Maybe there's some type yeah. of love that's going on there. Yeah, either that or maybe 
maybe it's Willamica because he's number two also. Right. It I could, like both those guys. Could be. Could be Willamica. Yeah, he's pretty. He's pretty good, I hear. So. Yes, he is. So I want to go back to the uh, the. You have four losses this season, and I want to know what's you know what these losses have taught you essentially against Corcoran on the road. You lost sixty-seven to sixty-four, close game. Uh, Henniger, like you had discussed, uh, sixty-eight to sixty. Three a five point game there, and then a loss by five at at Nottingham, seventy five to seventy, and then the loss to Beville, which you were able to avenge in the tournament you had for Section Three Class AA. Lost to them back on February fourth, seventy six to sixty one at Beville, and were able to take them down fifty six to forty nine en route to your Section Three Class AA championship. What did you take from those four losses this season? Well, uh, you know, our very first loss against Corker was was very difficult. Uh, you know, like you said, it went into overtime. We felt we did a good job defensively, but uh, we, we broke down in key spots offensively and uh, maybe didn't make great decisions. And, you know, we were undefeated until that point, obviously, and, and it was pretty deflating. And we did not get to practice or get together before we played Henniger the next game, and, and there were some adjustments we we needed to, to make defensively, and we tried to make them in the game without without a practice, and that was difficult because um, they're very talented. And then uh, the Nottingham game, uh, and it was similar to the Corkin game too. We Willamica followed out of both those games, and that was that was tough to play without you know the guy that we we give the ball to in, in crunch situations to either. Uh, create a play on his own or make a play for somebody else and um we we learned very quickly we needed him on the court the beville game was uh beville's a tough place to play they got the band it's a small gym fans are on top of you and uh it was the day after the super bowl i don't know i don't know what we ate the night before or or what but we weren't we did not show up ready to play and they they took it to us and uh we we liked the uh, opportunity to play them against sectionals because we pretty we're pretty upset with the outcome of that game at Beville. And when you have those opportunities to come back and to avenge a loss and do it en route to a Section 3 Class AA championship, speaking here with Fred Kent, West Genesee Wildcats boys basketball head coach, when you can go into the tournament bracket and avenge a loss from the regular season – just, I mean, just what that does for you, that you get another look at these teams, you get another opportunity to strike, and this one, obviously, you know, meaning, I mean, it's it's win or go home at this point. So to be able to see these teams again and see them in such a big stage, just what that does for the team and, and just what you could say about the guys when they got another crack at this. Obviously, they got the victory, but how are they going into it and just what your takeaways have been from them seeing another team, seeing a team that they had seen before, knowing that now there is no game two days later, three days later, if they don't take care of business. Yeah, um, you, know, you and I, you know, you and I have talked before off the air, and you know how big of a Scott Frost fan I am. Yeah, and we've taken we've taken some of his uh, mantras or quotes, and you know, a big Nebraska football uh, saying and and belief is day by day we get better and better, and. Uh, after we lost that Beville game, we just we focused on hey, you know we each day we gotta we gotta get better at certain things and we, we gotta look to improve and we're still doing that now. So um, that's really the philosophy we try to to drill is hey we, we gotta get better we gotta we gotta is there something we can get better at we gotta try to get better at it and work and work and uh, we we did that 
certain things we had to do better against Beville, and we did. And uh, I think the kids have really bought into that philosophy. Seeing this team grow and, and seeing them blossom, what did you see at the beginning of the season? Did you see this in the team? I know you guys started out 8-0, and but before that even happened, the first day, did you did you see that you know with so much returning and, and, and with the opportunity of having some continuity, did you see that this could be a reality to be where you're at right now, or is this something that you know, has kind of pleasantly surprised you as the season's gone on? Um, you know, I, I knew with Sutherland and, and Amika you know, playing for us, they were two of the best players in the area. So I knew we had a great opportunity and, and the work ethic of, of Cam Jones and Christian Rossi and Benson and McLean and Dudzinski, um, Tyler Cook, those Max Smith, those guys just – we're working really hard and, and we're hungry, you know, in the weight room, in the off season and fall leagues. And we had really, we had a really good preseason, um, as far as practice goes. And, and, uh, I, I don't like to think about the, you know, at that time of the year, I don't like to think about sectionals or anything, but I was just really impressed with our, our business like attitude and, um, you know, willingness to, to get after it each day. So, um, yeah, I thought maybe we had a chance, but I, I tried not to think about it. You know, you just try to think about the next game on the schedule. And seeing the success of this team, though, I mean, and what they've done, did it feel different? I mean, going into the bracket and going in this season for sectionals, did things feel different? Because it's been a long time. It's been 25 years since that championship banner was held by West Genesee for Section 3 Class AA. When you stepped into the tournament, was there a different – kind of sense around the team was was could you feel something in the air that maybe was different than last year or years prior yeah I, th- I think that's a great question you know I, I felt the practices you know the postseason practices leading up to Beville I, I was very impressed and then all of a sudden against Beville we're down 14 in the second quarter and uh you know kind of looking at each other like what's going on and uh you know they we were able to the players were able to to just you know emotionally pick it up and, and play with more energy and the fire was there and and once we got the lead against Beville you could just see it you could see the confidence you could see the togetherness and um, you know I, I I felt like okay wow this is this is different like we didn't we didn't hang our head we didn't give in to a to a big deficit we we kept scratching and clawing and and fought back and I think it really gave us a lot of confidence moving forward. And and to go a little bit deeper into that, just just the mental component for this team. I mean, we talk about all these different things and preparation and scouting and practice and whatnot, but ultimately what it comes down to, in my opinion, is the mentality of the team, the metal of the team. You know, can they withstand missing shots, which obviously your team did? Can they withstand going down and having a deficit, which your team has done. Can they withstand being in a close, tight quarters type of game? And your team has done that too. Just to speak on the mental part of the game, the thing that you, you know, I mean, you can assist and you can try to help, but essentially, you know, you can't, you, you can teach components of it, but ultimately it comes down to the team having a collective mind and a collective heart and being mentally strong. So to speak to that part of the game, which I think is the most essential part, especially when you're hit with adversity. Yeah, I, I, you're absolutely right. The, the mental part, I, I, I think I said it in, in one, of the, one of the media outlets, but we really, 
focus less this year on X's and O's and plays. And, you know, we obviously watch tape and, and scout and everything, but we really focused on relationships and, and keeping each other in check mentally. Um, we don't have any big egos on our team. They're, they're pretty good that way, but kids do get down. And this group has done a good job of, of balancing, you know, each other out. And I think what's really special is often these kids, they don't want to hear it from another teammate. Like, Hey, come on, we need you pick it up. But, but these guys were really accepting of each other to, to take the constructive criticism or the suggestion or the pickup when not everybody's able to do that, you know? So I thought that was really important. These guys are able to listen to each other when they need to. And to have this relationship that they have, you know, Stafford Spreeder, who's coming up in a little bit, you know, him and I have spoken about team bonding and whatnot. What does your team do to kind of, you know, get around each other and and to bond together? And is it something that that they typically do themselves without your help? Yes. uh, Our our families, our our parent group is is awesome. Uh, Typically, throughout the season, every uh, every family hosted a, a team dinner. Um, either at their house or at a bowling alley or, or someplace in town, a restaurant. And uh, and just everybody gets together. They have a big meal, kind of hang out. Um, the day before our RFA game, uh, my family hosted the whole team. And my wife made a, a brunch and an ice cream cakes. And we watched some college basketball together and just had a good time. And um, the last, you know, during this postseason run, when we watched film, we brought in pizza and and breakfast pizza and drinks and uh, Miss Amica has been bringing in tons of Propel and water and Gatorade for us uh, throughout. Where you know we'll, whenever we're watching film or anything, so we do spend a lot of time together. And uh, I guess what what makes it really special going to the finals, we we got to go on a bus ride to the dome, take a tour. We all did that together, and then after we won, Section Three puts on a dinner at Champions. So we went to Tully's and had a dinner together. So. We spent a lot of time together. The relationships are strong. We've been doing this with this same group for basically two years. So it, it definitely helps build chemistry. And in having that, speaking here with Fred Kent, before I let you go, Fred Kent, West Genesee Wildcats boys basketball head coach, to have that connection, have that chemistry, have that team bonding, the other bonds, the other connection, the other opportunity that you have outside of your team, but still under the umbrella of West Genesee, is that you and Stafford are going to have, as everything's going on at SRC Arena this Saturday, March 9th, you guys get to have a double header, which is pretty awesome and pretty interesting. They switched around the schedule to make sure that this could work. You're you're playing first, they're playing second. What do you think about the fact that West Genesee fans in the West Genesee community and these West Genesee players are going to have the opportunity to back-to-back this thing, and you have a shot at moving to the state AA Final Four, and they have a shot for girls basketball right after you in this West Genesee doubleheader that has found its way to the SRC Arena. Uh, it is very special. Um, you know, Stafford's been doing a great job with his program, and uh, he's used to this stuff. <laughs> We're not, but the idea of a back-to-back. Um, regional championship game being held, you know, five miles down or whatever it is from our school district uh, is just a, not only a great opportunity, it's going to be a great experience. And it's something these kids are going to remember forever. And I hope it's positive for both teams. 
And it seems like, you know, for the West Genesee fan, I mean, this weekend is going to be very special and, and very important. And like you said, Stafford, you know, he's he's doing this once again. You're doing this, and, and, and it's it's been a little bit here. But, you know, to be, at the, to be at the SRC Arena, all that matters is today. It doesn't matter 25 years ago. It doesn't matter yesterday. It doesn't matter, you know, anything else that's happened before now. Just speak about being ready, being amped up, the team, the vibe, the feeling, because this is a very exciting moment, and this team that you have this season has the opportunity to make history in a very, very special way, and just what that means for you as a coach, and just what the present, because you can't you can't affect the future without doing good in the present, and you can't have anything to do with the past because it's over, so just what you can say about the here and now. Yeah, it is about the here and now, and these kids are totally amped up to play this game. Um, you can already see it. I mean, Tuesday night's practice, just the amount of energy these guys, you know, had in practice, even you know, with all the the Monday stuff at the at Tully's and all the attention they're getting. You know, once it was so nice to get back on the court and just play basketball and, and be together. Um, they're definitely amped up. The the 25-year drought, or whatever you want to call it, is uh, it, it, it makes it even more special because I feel like we have 25 years of alumni um, members in our program backing us and, and wanting this for us. And, you know, it's it's um, just been really special because the 94, like I said before, the 94 team and 93 team have reached out to us and um, have been very supportive. So, you know, they're, they're pulling for us and, and – and you know we're hoping we can make everybody proud. What can you tell me about the Class AA Section Two champion Saratoga as you get set for the game? Well, uh, Syracuse fans would would be pretty familiar with them just because they play a very similar style of uh, like Virginia. Uh, the Cavaliers, a pack line, man to man defense, uh, really packing the paint off the ball, very physical. Um, like to shoot the three. Uh, they've. You know, the film we've watched, we've, we've got five or six films, but they've also beaten uh, Henniger in our league and beat uh, Nottingham by two. So uh, they're a good team. Um, it should be a great game. Uh, you're going to see a lot of size. You know, they are big. They have a big kid, uh, Chuddy, number 30, he's 6'8". Um, you know, not their power forward, 6'6". Six, six. We're big, you know, with McLean, 6'7", Benson, 6'6", six, six. Luke, 6'7". Six, There's going to be a lot of size on the court. Um and they have a very good guard, uh, Aiden, and uh, it'll be interesting to see how they try to match up with uh, Willamica. I think he might be an X factor. That coming from the head coach of West Genesee Boys Basketball, Fred Kent. Fred, I will see you on Saturday. I will be there for the doubleheader. It's been it's been a crazy, as you know, off the air. It's been a very crazy and interesting. Uh, a few months for me. Work has been tremendous. The other stuff has been interesting, and I, uh, you know, I definitely uh, look forward to this because you know this is a very special moment for you. It's a very special moment for Stafford, and because of you and because of Stafford, to know the players that are on this team, to be around these players, and to build relationships with them, and have you know something more out on there on the court than just seeing a. A jersey number and you know I, I have to thank you for that because you know what we've done at the Wildcat Sports Pub has put me around not only you and not only Stafford but it's put me around some great young men and women and, and I want to thank you for that well we thank you too Dan uh, you're welcome but we thank you too the, 
our guys and myself, we really enjoy talking, you know, whether it's hoops or, or life or, or anything, uh, joking around. It's been a lot of fun and it's really, it's really been great for our kids just to socially, uh, you know, ask questions and be interviewed and answer questions and, it, it's all positive, and we really like spending time with you, and we really appreciate your support. And uh, and putting me on the hot seat. They're good at that, too. So, as I told Stafford, no matter what happens from here, hopefully there's a lot more hardware, but whatever happens from here, definitely want to have you back out at the Wildcat. we got to do cool. this again. So Absolutely. Absolutely. I, I will see you on Saturday, and in the meantime, God bless in your preparation, and I look forward to talking with you soon. Thank you, Dan. God bless. Thank you very much. Take care. See you. That coming from Fred Kent, once again, the head coach of the West Genesee Wildcats boys basketball team that is getting set for their, they're the leader of Section 3. They're the Class Section 3. They're the Class AA Section 3 champion who is going up against the Class AA Section 2 champion, Saratoga. You will see that game if you come out. Tickets are 8 bucks. It's nothing. It's 8 bucks. I shouldn't say it's nothing because every dollar counts, and I know that. So, but it's eight bucks. So come out and and pay and see a great day of basketball. The Saturday schedule, it's insane. Saturday schedule, there's five regional final games. You're paying $8. You can see at noon, Class B boys regional final between Section 3 champion Lowville and Owego is Section 4. At 1.45 p.m., you can see Class A boys final between Section 3 champ Jamesville DeWitt and Wednesday's Troy Malone winner, so the, the the winner of Troy versus Malone today. And then at 3.45 p.m., Class AA boys final, Section 3 champ West Genesee, Section 2 champ Saratoga. The doubleheader continues for West Jenny at 5.30 p.m. when Class AA girls final between Section 3 champ West Jenny and Section 2 champ Shenandoah go off against each other. And at 7.15 p.m., the Class B girls final between Section 3 champ South Jefferson and Norwich of Section Four, so definitely come out and see all of those games. Eight bucks for five games, can't beat it. And come support our our local community and our wonderful young student athletes, our 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 men and women out there, our young men and women out there, our coaches, our schools. Come out and support. You know, it, it has been a beautiful, wonderful thing to be able to go out and and do things with West Genesee at the Wildcat Sports Pub in CNS at Chick-fil-A Cicero. We're going to be doing more with CNS at a new location. You're going to have to stay tuned for that information. Very excited about CNS. And Liverpool, we just started uh, doing things with Liverpool Athletics out at the Home Team Pub on 7990 Oswego Road, right on Route 57 in Liverpool. I mean, and we've been able to work with CBA and Baldwinsville, and and Carl Sanfilippo is, is one of the I'm one of his biggest fans. He's just a tremendous person. So there's so many great things that we have going on in this community. And supporting this community is ever important. It is essential. And I really, 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 really would appreciate uh, personally and professionally if you went out to these games. I stand no advantage of you going to these games. I'm asking you to go for the kids. I'm asking you to go for the families. I'm asking you to go for the community. I'm asking you to go because why not? And, you know, definitely support all of these teams and a congratulations to every single team whether they made the tournament or they didn't whether they're in it still or they're not congratulations and thank you and much love to every single one of you and uh, definitely I will be at the double header so you can come say hello at the SRC arena 3 45 p.m class a boys final section three champ West Jenny section two champ Saratoga you just heard from the head coach West Jenny Fred Kent 